No, that's... Come on, more people gotta play you. I'm gonna pick you. Not just the... Why just the kids? Nobody else wants to play? Dude, Jen? Jen, come on, Jen. Isaiah, come on, bro. Look at it. Come on. Hey, everybody clap for Isaiah. Come on, Isaiah. It's Friday. No school for two weeks. Hey, who's coming ice skating tomorrow with us? Come on. All right, let me see that. Oh, he can't play with the same amount of stairs. We still need two more. Come on, Sobrani. Brian, wake up. Brian, come on, Isis. Come on, Isis. Each of girls, both of girls. What? I know, I just see it. Alright. Alright, everybody stand up. I'm so rich and I ain't talking about cheddar, but I make cold crisis on till I tell I got a check that I get. Alright, hey Lawrence. You guys know the rules when it comes up music. Alright, it's on you, Lawrence. Go ahead, Bob. Go, little joke. Alright, come on, Alex, get down. Oh, who, wait, what about this one? Alright, next one. Turn it loud, Lawrence, come on. It's Friday, no school, two weeks. Oh, Desiree's cheating. Oh! <laughs> Alright, don't touch the can again. Alright, you're good, Come on, Kayla. Wait, Desiree, why'd you leave? Desiree, why'd you... Oh, there it goes. I'm not good at math. Who made it? Kayla, you're the ref. Kayla, who did that one? Alright, be a gentleman, you know good, man. Be a gentleman. Right? Let's go, biz. I hear the troubles coming from me. Death is at my doorway. Fear says I'm a parish bro, but that ain't what my Watch Lord out, say. He said I ain't guilty, though. I still ain't had my court day. Tasted and I've seen them even though it's just a four day. I don't know what they feeling. Oh, 
forever with me. So, so what they talking back? Watch no, out. they can't knock me down. Yes, sir, I do feel pain. But Jesus right, got me three. down. Right, That's why four. I'm making noise. That's why I'm running hard. That's why I go gorilla. Spitting the monkey balls. Partner, you know I'm good to go. Pressure creates diamonds and fire and fires of gold. Ain't nothing on this planet to satisfy my soul. I'm living for tomorrow. Today is out of control. For sure. Last one. Come on, Joe. For the boys, man. For the guys. Oh, Joe. <laughs> Lawrence, close your eyes, man. Lawrence, close your eyes. No favoritism. Oh, Isis, you're a bully. Isis won. Isis won. Hey, clap it up for Isis. Clap it up. All right. Hey, let's clap. Let's, uh... Here comes Christina. Ready to go. One, two, three. Good job.
way we do that is through our discipleship strategy, connect mentor and send, connect you to Jesus, get to know you, love on you. We want to mentor you in the Bible and the ways of the Lord, and then we want to send you out so that you can do the same thing. You know how to so the one way we like to connect with you, get to know you, is that life So we do that in Elevate. We have a special life group just for Elevate, and we meet once a month, the third Saturday of every month. And the reason we only meet once a month is because you know you guys are busy on the weeknights, and that, you know, none of you guys can really make it out because you're super involved, right? And, you know, all that stuff. But on Saturday, God, we love you in this place, and we just ask that your presence be so thick and so real. God, that we can feel it, Lord, more than ever before. We've been learning what it means to sacrifice, to put our whole self in, God, to give everything, God, to lay it all down, Lord God, that that would be even heavier in our hearts, Lord, that our hearts would be willing and open and receptive tonight for the word you have for us, Lord God, I ask that you move in this place, God, let us give willingly, not just our money, but everything that we have unto you, God, even the the good, the bad, and the ugly, God, we give it to you, Lord, we trust you in this place, so we ask that you move, we love you, and in your beautiful name we pray, amen, so you guys, if you have your offering, come on up and drop it in the bucket.
everybody. You guys can get on up. We're going to get ready for worship. You can come on up. Test one, two. Can y'all hear me out there? Can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear me out there? All right, so we're going to do this new song, and we hope that you guys like it. We love it. Um, DJ. <laughs> there it is. There it is. So we got this new song, guys. It's it's very, um, it's newer. It's techno-y. It's upbeat. It's fun. It's it's uh, worshipful. So it's okay to worship God with with. You know, rap music, it's okay to worship God with dance music. So we're just going to get right into it. Father, we pray that you bless our time of worship in Jesus' name.
Your love it burns inside. Your love it burns inside. Our hearts are satisfied. Sing your love. Your love is our reward. It's why we ask for more of you. Oh, come on, sing. We cry. Yes, we cry, holy, holy are you. Oh, yeah, sing it out, our hearts, our hearts are burning, burning. Come on, sing it again. Oh, we cry, we cry, we cry. Holy, lift your voice and lift. Our hearts, our hearts are burning, burning for you. We are your bride. Consumed by you, sing it out. We set our lives apart. We are consumed, Lord. We are consumed by you. Come on, we are your burning ones. Sing it out. We are your burning ones. We are consumed by. Come on, elevate, let's sing this out. We are. We set our lives apart. We are consumed. We are consumed by you. We are consumed. We are consumed by you. By you. 
Close in this place. Come on. With all eyes closed in this place, we meet with the holy God. We meet with the powerful God. We meet with the one and only true God. An all-knowing God, an all-powerful God, a God who's everywhere, and he's here tonight. Come on, what would you tell God if you had a moment of privacy with God? Just you and God, what would you tell him? Come on, right now is your opportunity for you to go ahead and, and speak to God. Come on, so tonight, Lord, we enter your presence. And God, we speak to you, Lord. God, let our hearts speak to you. Come on. What would you say to God if you could have a chance to talk to God? Come on, right now is your moment. Right now is your moment with all eyes closed. Right now is your moment. What would you tell him? What would you tell him? So 
talking about. It's talking about your passion bringing God fame. Come on, has anybody ever told you, like, man, you know what? You're too excited for Jesus. You need to cut it out. Has anybody ever brought that accusation towards you? Like, man, you know, there's something different about you. I think it's maybe when you read your Bible in the lunchroom. I maybe think it was when you pray for people. I maybe think the way you treat people who are not like you. Man, something's different about you. Has anybody ever accused you of that? Let our passion bring you fame. It's our heart here tonight, God. That God, people will begin to notice you. God, that they'll begin to notice you, not notice us, but God, notice you through us. Therefore, God, bringing you passion. We bring you passion, God. This holiday season, God, isn't it about getting the best gift? Come on, it isn't it about Christmas trees and holiday songs. It's about Jesus Christ, God, and I want my life to reflect that. Come on, with all eyes closed in this place, is that your prayer here tonight? That your life will reflect Jesus Christ? Or you continue to say, man, you know what? That's too much. That's too much. This month we've been talking about sacrifice. And maybe it's time for you to step out of that bubble. Maybe it's time for you to step out of your comfort zone so that God can use you. So that people say, man, something's different about that person. Come speak to our hearts, God. We don't want it to be just emotion, God. We want it to be Holy Spirit-led. Come on, maybe God is speaking to your heart right now. and I know he's speaking to mine. Maybe you're too selfish. Maybe all you see is yourself. Maybe you're afraid of what that means. Maybe you're just new at it. You've never done it before. Come on, with all eyes closed in this place, God's Spirit is here. His Spirit is here. And, and the Bible says that He leads us beside quiet waters. pray that we be reminded of who you are and who you are to us, God. God, I pray for a passion to stir in our hearts in the midst of this holiday season, in the midst of people traveling, in the midst of, of family gatherings, in the midst of turkey dinners, God, and all this food and this and that. God, in the midst of all of it, God, we wouldn't forget you, Jesus. And Father, we pray that our passion will bring you fame. Come on, that's a special prayer. That means, God, I, I put myself out there. That's what you're saying. Would you pray that with us tonight? And say, God, I put myself out there. God, I put myself out there. God, full surrender, total control. I submit to you. Come on, some of you guys need to submit to the Lord here tonight. Come on. 
Lord, I submit to you. I submit my heart. I submit my passion. I submit my will to you, God. I give you the good, the bad. God, I submit my sin to you. I submit my shortcomings to you. Jesus, I want to know you more intimately. I want to know you personally. God, I want to know when the Bible says that you loved me, that you died on the cross. God, I want to feel it in my heart. God, I want to know that I know, Lord, that you're here with me now, even when I worship. God, I don't have to scream or yell to get your attention, that you're already here. Jesus, you're already here. Let's take the next couple of moments to acknowledge God's presence that he's already here. Hallelujah. Come on. There's no waiting. Come on. You can pray. You can lift up your voice right now. Elevate. You can come up to this altar right now and God's going to meet you here. Come on. Jesus. 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 I want more. 
Take the next 30 seconds right now and tell God, that's I want more of you, Lord. God, I want you to rid me of myself, and I want more of you. Come on. Take the next 30 seconds in your own words. God, I want less of myself, my plan, my agenda. God, my feelings. Come on. I want, God, your feelings. God, I want what you desire of me. Come on, Jesus. I desire you, Lord. I desire your heart. Your heart, to the prayer. Can you just grab the hand that's next to you right now? Come on and grab somebody's hand here tonight. We're going to close out this time in worship. does not mean that God stops moving. It just means they're moving on with the rest of the service. And so let's just thank the Lord. God, we thank you for tonight. God, we thank you for our neighbors. Come on and bless the Lord for your neighbor. God, I thank you, God, that, Lord, you brought them here for a purpose, Lord. God, I pray that your will would be done. God, would you have your way to tonight's word, Lord? God, use me, God. Lord, I pray that I would be a vessel, God, to give your word, God, to speak it out in faith and boldness and in truth, God. We honor you here tonight, and in Jesus' name we pray. Come on and give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Come on, amen. Amen. You guys can make your way for your first and second row for me, please.
Amen, 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 amen. If you're with me, if you're awake, if you're alive and you love Jesus, would you open up your Bibles with me to James chapter 4. We are continuing our, this month on surrender and sacrifice. Um, and, and I hope that you guys are blessed. The thing about God's word, it's a treasure. It's a treasure. It's, it's powerful. It's God's word. And you can think about it like this, like God's speaking it to you directly. Like you don't need like the angel Gabriel to come down and speak this to you. You, you have God's word. Amen. You can op open up your Bible and read it. And so this is going to be a month where you guys are basically we're talking about surrender and sacrifice. Sacrifice outlining the entire thing. And messages like these... Sometimes you think like, ah, it's not as exciting as I want it to be. Maybe it's not as as um, preachy or maybe it's not as encouraging as I like it to be. A word on sacrifice is always going to cut right to your heart. It's always going to cut right, you know, past the fat, right into the meat, right into your heart. Because a word on sacrifice, it's not one of those things where you get to be like, man, you know what? I'm excited. I get to sacrifice. No one ever says that. No one ever comes up when it's time to pay bills like, I'm excited to pay my gas bill. Hallelujah. You don't get excited like, I'm excited to pay the rent. Yes, Jesus, there's $1,000. Here you go, sir. <laughs> no one gets excited about those kind of messages. But these are the messages that God would put into your heart. And then a moment of sacrifice, God would bring back to your spirit, encourage you. See, the words don't come off as encouraging. But when you go through a time where God is calling you to sacrifice, surrender, submit, God's going to bring back his word into your heart, into your mind, and it will encourage you. So when it comes out as it, as it is, it may not be like, I don't like this sermon. I'm going to put this in the back end of what I like for Elevate Preaching. But I'm telling you, if we don't go through times of sacrifice, times of where we submit to God, we're not living out the faith. Okay, it isn't just lollipops and reading our Bibles and jumping up and down. You're going to go through some things. And God is preparing you. And it's funny how we're talking about in Christmas. You think we're talking about like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer or something like that. We ain't doing that. But here's here's what I believe within my heart. That God is preparing up a people to be leaders in a generation. And to be a leader, you need to learn the skill, what it means to submit also understand what it means to sacrifice. So if you're with me in James chapter 4, verses 4 through 8, you know, let's go ahead and get right into it. James 4, verses 4 through 8. Okay. <laughs> I love starting reading this. You adulterous people. <laughs> I told you it doesn't, it doesn't come off as, as easy as we wanted to hear. You adulterous people. Don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity against God? Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. Or do you think that scripture says, without reason, he jealously longs for the spirit he has caused to dwell in us. But he gives us more grace. This is why scripture says, God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble. Verse 7, submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil, 
and he will flee from you. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. I love how God speaks directly to his people. When you read something like this, you're not reading back and saying, I wonder what he means. It starts off, you adulterous people. And it says, don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity towards God? You see, a life that a Christian must lead in in submitting towards God is not going to be the most popular thing in our culture. It is not going to be the most desirable thing in our culture. Have you guys heard about the whole entire thing that's coming up on all over Facebook, all over social media, all over the news about the Duck Dynasty, Phil Robertson? Anybody ever heard about by a show of hands of what's going on right now with A&E and that show and a little bit about that? Just to give you a little bit of backdrop of what's going on, okay? And, and this is something that us as Christians, we should expect um, to kind of like, you know, receive from the world as far as like a welcoming or how they receive Jesus, okay? Right now, there's a show called Duck Dynasty. If you guys haven't watched it, it's pretty funny. Um, the whole premise is about... Uh, Uh, these hillbillies um, from Louisiana that basically made a living for themselves making duck calls, okay? Um, Literally, the father of the family uh, was a lost person. This is something that you'll figure out, and he tells maybe in his um, interviews, maybe in some of the shows, you you can understand he's a Christian, but he got saved you know, from the rock and roll, from the drugs, from the sex. God did a crazy thing in his life. He had an idea to make duck calls. God blessed his business, and he became a millionaire. And so A&E, this, this company, this network, came and said, hey, we're going to make a show off of you guys. And if you re- watch this show, it's all good, fun, clean humor. There's no kind of like... Um, racy kind of episodes where like oh my gosh that person there's nothing like that they're not swearing they're not doing anything that's like will make you like i can't watch this show good clean christian fun and it's on a and e a public a, a very popular network and so what happened is phil robertson the father of these um of this family he went on um gentlemen's quarterly GQ magazine, and he made some statements about the homosexual homosexuality. And what he did, he basically gave what the Bible says about homosexuality, and he added a little bit of his opinion. Okay? And so what now what had happened, the LGBTQT, is that how it is? LGB, yes, the, the, that community went up with an uproar says, man, I can't believe they said, he said that. As a matter of fact, maybe you can look it up what he said, um, just on the side. But basically, the long story short, just so that you may read a lot of things like, oh, he said this, he's so wrong, and Christians are going to say this. And Long story short, he quoted the Bible, and people responded, reacted to what the Bible says. Now, the thing about this, the Bible has always said that. That no, the sexually immoral, the slanderer, nor the homosexual shall inherit the kingdom of heaven. Homosexuals will not go to heaven. I'll preach that here. Okay? 
not because we hate them, not because we don't like them. People who are greedy, people who are liars, people who steal, they will go to hell. They shall not inherit the kingdom of heaven. Okay? Backsliding Christians will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. So there's no difference. I'm not saying one is greater than the other. But here's the thing. It's just basically saying what the Bible is saying about a topic, homosexuality. The Bible says that about cheating, husbands and wives, if you, if you cheat. The Bible says that about your perversion. And here's the thing. When you're surrendering, you're sacrificing to God, the world's not going to like it. Okay? But that does not mean that you stop living for God. It does not mean that you quiet down. We sing songs like, God, let our passion bring you fame. Man, oh, be the day that someone comes up to you and says, man, you know what, Bella? You're just too Christian for me. I mean, that, what a riot, what a riot, 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 what a ruckus, what a riot that would cause. If people start coming up to Christians, man, you're too much like Jesus. Cut it out. I'm telling you what the world needs is Christians who would be passionate about God, who wouldn't care what, what the world would say, and says, man, you can count me, and I thank you for the compliment. I want to be like Jesus. The Bible says this in verse 7 of James, uh, chapter 4, verses 4 through 8. It says this. It says, submit yourselves then to God. That word submit, that means to come under. Okay? When you submit yourself to somebody, it means that you're not just listening to them, but you're abiding by what they say as to change your actions, as to change your thought, as to change the way you see things when you submit. When you submit, you no longer have the opinion. Hello? Well, God, I don't really like this, but I'm going to do this. That's not submitting. When you submit, you come under and you say, yes, Lord, whatever you have, I'm doing it. And see, we've gone off and thinking maybe we can outsmart God. Or maybe we can do a little bit differently than what the Bible says and be like, you know what? I'll do it, but I don't agree with it. But inwardly, your heart, not fully loving, not fully agreeing with what God is saying. And so what it will end up happening is it'll come back around to bite you. Because if that mentality, like, God, you know what? I don't agree with it, but I'm going to do it. But anyways, you're going to begin to question a lot of things in God's plan and God's, you know, will for your life. The act of submitting is saying, God, to hell with what I'm thinking about right now. To God, forget how I see it. God, I'm submitting, surrendering to you. Doesn't mean you may not have questions. Doesn't mean that God's going to now be offended if now, like, man, God, I really don't understand it. You can come to God and say, man, God, this is really confusing for me right now. God, I, I don't understand God, it's really hard for me to submit in this. But God is patient with you. He's not going to slap you upside the head. Like, just listen to me. Like, no, no, no. The act of submitting towards God is coming under and saying, God, I believe wholeheartedly that what you have for me is best. I'm probably not understanding it fully, but God, I'm believing it. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Watch this. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. What that means there, come to God, and he will come near to you. 
Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. The Bible always paints pictures for us as a, as a people. And right here, when it says, wash your hands, it's an idea of your conscience. It's painting the picture of your conscience. You know, ever do something where your conscience is like, dang, I, I cheated on that test. Dang, I, I lied when I punched in the work. I said I punched in earlier than what I actually came in. Man, you know what? I, I, I did that. I was talking about someone behind their back. I was gossiping. Man, I, you know what? I was whatever it may be. The Bible says wash your hands to, as to clean your conscience and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Open up your Bibles with me to Psalms 24. We're going to read that because it, it, it goes hand in hand. It goes hand in hand. And, um, you know, I'm sorry, guys, I don't have that many examples as far as, like, stories that I can share with you, little things like that. You know, going back to messages and sermons like this, these are, like, the cutthroats of the cutthroats. You know, and, and sometimes it's just better to just give it as it is without the fluff, you know. <laughs> I remember, you know, it's funny enough that I say that. I was in Bible college, and here comes the story. Um a teacher had wanted us to write a paper on the Holy Spirit. Okay, the entire paper was supposed to be on the Holy Spirit. Okay, and um, I just remember, no, 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 other way around. The entire paper was supposed to be on the canonization of the Bible, how the Bible came together. I made three fourths of that thing about the Holy Spirit. <laughs> That's why I'm thinking it the other way around. So we had a paper, and the topic was. The canonization, what that means is the coming together of the Bible, how the Bible and all of its books came together, Old Testament, New Testament, the canonization, okay, any Bible scholars in the place. That was my paper. It was supposed to be on that. But three-fourths of that paper, I was writing about the Holy Spirit. I remember, I think at that point in time, Leilani was working on her paper too, and she looks at me and like, man, how's it going? And I'm just saying to myself, like, well, it's going good. She's like, well, I can't do anything. I'm just like, I can't think of anything to write. Like, read me yours. I'm like, okay. Um... Back in so-and-so-and-so, the Holy Spirit used men and women of God to go ahead and reach, blah, 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 blah. The Holy Spirit now lives within us. And literally about almost halfway done, then I get the canonization. How that <laughs> And she looks at me. She's like, wow, you're writing about the Holy Spirit. I'm like, I know. It's like, we're not supposed to do that. I know. The fluff. You know what I mean? Hoping my teacher wouldn't notice it. God has a way of just cutting right through all that. Messages like this, I hope that he cuts right to your heart. Let's go ahead and read Psalm 24. It says this, The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. Let's pause right there. The Bible says the earth is the Lord's. Who does the earth belong to? The Lord's and everything in it. What does it mean by everything? Everything, okay. <laughs> what does it mean by everything? Everything. The world and all who live in it. So everyone who lives in the earth, who do they belong to? The Lord. Okay. For he founded it on the seas and established it on the waters. Verse 3. Who may ascend the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? The one who has clean hands and a pure heart. There it goes again. Clean hands and a pure heart. The one who does not trust in an idol or swear by a false God. 
Let's look at verse 4 one more time. The one who has clean hands and a pure heart. There again, I'm painting that picture of a pure, a, a clean conscience. The one who has clean hands and a pure heart. Is your conscience clean? Is your heart pure? Who does not trust in an idol or swear by a false God. See, the thing about submitting, the reason why sometimes it's not the best and fun thing for us to do is because our heart's not in it. Our heart's not in it. And we don't like hearing messages. We don't like talking about sacrifice and submitting towards God. We don't like to talk about like, hey, listen, you know, that relationship is not healthy for you. Hey, listen, man, that job and that career, man, you think twice about it because really it's, it's affecting your faith. It's affecting your walk. Hey, listen, the way you're doing this isn't the best for you to go ahead and do that. Hey, the way you're talking, listen, that's, that's, not, that's not godly. Hey, listen, the things that you're posting on Facebook, the things that you're liking, I mean, we can all see that news feed. Hello, somebody. It's, 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 check it out, man. Listen, that's not, something's up. And no one likes hearing these kind of messages where it talks about checking your heart, sacrificing, submitting to God, coming under God. You know, sometimes I think it is the hard issue where we have to say, God, come into my heart. God, examine my heart. God, here is my heart. God, I've failed in this. I submit to you. And then when you get back in a situation where it's either God's way or the world, you choose God's ways because you submit. Another thing that I came up in thinking about submitting, sacrifice, is honor. You know? Many times we forget what it means to honor someone. You know, we've lost the the ability to honor those who've been before us, those who are our leaders and even honor God. Most importantly, if we honored God the way we're supposed to, we'd look at the Bible totally differently. If we honored God the way we're supposed to, we wouldn't look at his commands like, ah. I have to do those. We're like, yes, Lord, I get an opportunity to keep your word. And, and, and I want to read this to you. I found on the Internet. You find a lot of cool things on the Internet, by the way. Talked about honoring others. I'm going to read this to you guys. If we attach high worth to others' lives, regardless of their behavior, at any given moment, we won't slander, despise, wound, or neglect them. We will see them individually as precious to God and therefore precious to us. Talking about honor. When we remember well the weakness in our own lives, we find patience for the weakness in others. However, because we love them, we long for them to share in the freedom we have found in trusting God. When we honor others, we begin to invest our relationships. Recognizing every person's great worth to God, we can affirm other people and support them in pursuit of their dreams. Once we've earned an individual's trust through our faithfulness to them, we can begin to take steps to genuinely urge them to consider their choices in accordance with God's will. 
Many of the times growing up in, in ministry, whether in a family, having a mom and dad in the household, if I forgot about what honor is, I was quickly reminded. Here's the thing. Growing up in a household, you're reminded by your parents. If you lose your place, you remember what it is to honor your father and your mother. You start getting louder, you remember what it is by honoring your father and mother. The bell comes off. Oh, that's what that means. I'm not honoring them. And then when you get into ministry, you start having a bad attitude. I promise you, if you're close, you love the Lord and the, and the Holy Spirit abides in you, he'll speak to you. And he'll point you out. And here's the crazy thing. Sometimes he'll point you out, he'll call you out using people you would never expect. One of the most humbly things being in ministry was when a time I became a youth pastor. I had been serving in ministry for X amount of years. And by the time I became the youth pastor at Elevate, I didn't consider myself the greatest preacher in the world. I just remember like, man, I had an opportunity to have a mic and preach to people. And I remember at a point in time, I was going down one way and I was excited. And I was passionate. I was, I was hungry for what God had in my life. And then a point came where I was taking it for granted. I, a point came where... I wasn't as serious as I was in preaching the word of God because I had already gotten up to a place where I felt like, man, you know what? I've gotten to a mountaintop. I went to Bible college to become a pastor, and here I am. You're resting on your laurels, as, as to say. And, and God who uses one of the youth to speak right to my heart, and they had no idea. And they say something like, man, you're having a conversation like, man, this is what God is doing, and this and this and this, and they're just speaking into my life. And I'm like, that's you, Lord. Yep, yep. And go into a place and just like, Lord, forgive me. Going back to honoring. When we honor God, we can honor others in the same way. And when it comes to sacrificing, submitting to God, you may find yourself in that role. You may find yourself at a place where, man, you know what? I'm going to honor this person. It's not the funnest and easiest thing to do, but I'm going to honor them and love them the way God loves them. Um, In closing, I want to encourage you with this. Short word, but I want us to spend time in prayer Um, because a lot of the things when you hear a word about honoring God and and coming to a place of submitting to God, honoring God, it's not really just I got to talk you guys down so you guys get it. It's more of the heart issue. It's more of my will, my my life, my mind, will and emotions surrendering to God. I'll close you out in this. Some of the greatest moments in my life, some of the greatest moments in my life would not have come around if I had not sacrificed unto God. If I did not give up at the time what I thought God was calling me to give up. There's relationships that I've been in and God saying, I want you to not be in them. Check it out. There are things I could be doing, uh, whether jobs or things of that sort. God's like, I don't want you doing that. Okay. I can tell you there are things that God has called me to that I've said, man, I'm not really sure if I should be doing this. And I don't know if I want to do this. And it was a sacrifice for me to be like, ah, God, but I have all this. So look at this and what I got. It's like, I've called you to this. And some of the greatest moments of my life came after a place where I said, man, God, have your way. And many of us, we find ourselves in the tug of war and fighting God. Think about it. Three major areas. One, relationships. 
you're in a relationship, think about where you're at in that relationship. If you're trying to get in one, if you're trying to get with a girl, if you're trying to get with a guy, think about what God is desiring for that relationship. Sacrifice one. Two, your future. Think about it because that's, that's important. Where are you going to go? Where are you going to be in life? Do you know? We all have grand plans, but we don't fully know it. And when it comes to a place that, man, God, I, I trust you, it, listen to me. It doesn't just come from a place where, like, I trust you, God, and, and then you walk away. Literally, you're going to have to fight your, the, the urge to say, man, you know what, I, I, I don't trust this. I, I, don't, I don't, you have to fight. And those are moments spent in prayer. Those are moments spent like, man, God, forget about everything else. God, I'm coming after you. It's not fun, but I'm, you, are, you are denying yourself. Last week we talked about that. Relationships, future, and present. Presently, we may not see everything that God has for us, but that's a part of trusting. That's a part of the walk, the step by step, the day by day. Sure, we can offer God our future because we don't even know what's going to happen. It's like, that's far away. God, I'll give that to you. But what about today? Today. It's a little harder to make those choices. Today, God, I'm trusting you. And in the future, I trust you. So I I really can't have my own way. But God, I'm going to believe that you're doing awesome things in my life. In closing, we're going to pray. Can I just have Vinny on the keys? And, and specifically, we're going to pray that we surrender our will. We surrender our will. You see, we have lovely leaders here at the church. Um, and I thank God for them. Um, some of the 201 leaders, the elders, deacons, the pastoral staff. And, and God, he means business. Amen? He means business. And, you know, one of the ways when, when you're being challenged and sacrifice obviously we're not going to come up to you and be like are you sacrificing are you sacrificing but how that's going to look and how you're going to know that man i'm being challenged in this area is your leaders are going to be involved in your life and they're going to ask questions and they're going to begin to say man this is what the lord is saying into your life and and encouraging you and then you're going to feel that push like i don't want to do this I i don't oh i just i just don't like the surrendering i just don't like how he said that Could you say that a little bit differently? So God's going to challenge you in your heart, in your life. As we get ready to usher in a new year, guys. Christmas is, oh, just but a couple days away. This coming Wednesday, correct if I'm right? This coming Wednesday. I wish I had a Christmas message for you guys. I don't. In in closing, could you stand to your feet? We're just going to pray our way out of here like we always do. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Who may ascend the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in this holy place? The one who has clean hands. And a pure heart who does not trust in an idol or swear by a false God. Who may ascend the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? The one who has clean hands and a pure heart who does not trust in an idol or swear by a false God. Again, who may ascend the mountain of God? 
who may stand in his holy place, the one who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not trust in an idol or so by a false god. In closing, would you just close your eyes with me in this place? Father, it's our desire, God. It's our desire to know you, Jesus. God, we know that when it comes to sacrificing, Lord, it doesn't come easy for some of us. And God, there are some things, God, that maybe we don't even see the end of it, but God, you've called us to it. And so, Lord, I pray here tonight first, Lord, for every heart in this place, God. You say in your word, the one who has clean hands and a pure heart can ascend your mountain. So, God, first and foremost, we pray for clean hands and a pure heart. God, we pray for the guilty consciences, Lord, those who are feel that they're burdened down by what they've done. Father, we pray for forgiveness in this place, in Jesus' name. We pray for forgiveness, God. We pray for healing. We pray for restoration, God. Come on, there may be you in this place. You may be saying to yourself, I don't have clean hands. I don't have the purest of hearts. And, and I want God to, to clean me. I want God to change me. I want God to deal with me right now. Come on, would you just lift your hands with me right now? And so, Lord, you can have your way. Come on, you can have your way. And come on, and then give him the thing that you were surrendering. Hallelujah. Father, we know that's the place you want to start in our heart. In our heart. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And here's going to be the fun part. As we get to come before the Lord and, and have the heart to heart about sacrifice and surrender. And as we're praying, I just want to read scripture over you guys. So in just a moment, what I'm going to do is just this. I'm going to close out in prayer. And I'm going to dismiss you guys to come on up to this altar, to find a place around here and pray. Okay? And just pray that God would teach you what it means to sacrifice, to submit. Without the buts, without the, I don't know if I can do that. Man, you know, I, I don't know if I can really be committed to the one-on-one, to the two-on-one as, as, as in this season right now, there's this thing happening, there's this thing happening and it was, no, 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 God, that you would have your way in Jesus' name. Sacrifice and got to submit. God, I'm not going to understand it all, but God, I pray, Lord, that you would have your way in my heart. He's going to have his way in your life, but God, would you have your way in my heart that wouldn't fight what you're doing right now. Come on. God, we know this is going to be a special moment. God, we also know that you're going to go deep down into our hearts. And so, God, we pray for a transparency in Jesus' name. A transparency in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Come on. I dismiss you guys to come on up here, find a place here at this altar, and just begin to pray. Have the heart-to-hearts with the Lord. Come on. Come on, guys. Come on. The reason why we're doing this is so that God can get the glory, God can get the praise in our life. Sacrifice.
Come on, I'm sacrificing my convenience, God. Come on, I'm sacrificing my time. Come on, find a place up here at this altar. Just begin to pray. And leaders, would you just go around and begin to pray with some of our youth here at the front? Just begin to encourage them. Two old mourners, find a place. Find someone to pray with. God, have your way with us. Come on, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. For he founded it on the seas and established it on the waters. Who may ascend the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? The one who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not trust in an idol or swear by a false god. They will receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God, their Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek Him, who seek your face, God of Jacob. Come on, as we pray right now, would you find a leader and just begin to talk about the difficult things that it is to surrender? Come on, maybe you're in this place and maybe you said, I mean, I've I lived the life of surrender and I, I really don't feel the purpose of it. Maybe in your heart, maybe you're, you're dealing with honor. Maybe you're okay with the thought of surrendering. Maybe you're okay with the thought of giving your life to Jesus, but you're not honoring, you're not loving God. And so therefore, His work, his, what He's called you to do to come to church is a burden. The sacrifice then becomes a burden. You don't see it the same way anymore. It used to be fun. It used to be something you desired, but now it's one of those things where now you dread that I can't believe I'm doing this, man. I need a break from that, man. God wants to speak to your heart. God wants to speak to your heart that we can love you, God. That we can honor you, God. In a way, God, that puts you above everything else. In a way, God, that exalts you above our feelings, above our emotions, above people's opinions, Lord. God, we pray here tonight, God, for for men and women of the Lord. God, a generation that would raise up as leaders, God. God, that wouldn't 
that wouldn't back down, God, when the world, when the culture is telling them one thing. That, God, we'll stand firm in our faith and in your word. That, God, we constantly trust you. That, God, we trustly, we constantly come to you, Jesus, that you would have your way, Lord. Have your way, God. Lord, as you're, as you're praying, I want to read these scriptures over you. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Hallelujah, God. In view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifice. That's our prayer here tonight, God. That we'd offer our bodies as living sacrifice, God. That, God, we wouldn't resist. That we wouldn't resist anymore. But, God, we put our whole self in Jesus. We put our whole self in Jesus, hallelujah, Jesus, that we put it all in, God, we put everything in, that we're willing to give it all.
Das Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. God, may we lose our life for you, God. May we surrender it all, Jesus. Let's take these next five minutes and and let's just seal what God has been doing this entire month through these sermons, through our relationships with our peers and and leadership and discipleship. Come on, I pray for the one-on-one and the two-on-one in this place. Listen, when you come into discipleship in such a structure where God has called you to in Metro Praise, there are going to be some things that you know right off the bat that God has called you to sacrifice. There are going to be some things that God has called you in your walk of discipleship that he wants you to adjust, that he wants you to change. Come on, have you counted the cost? Have you counted the cost? Are you willing to give it all? If he says he wants it all, if he says he wants your family, are you willing to give it all? Jesus.
See the beauty of your heart. I love it when you guys, man. What's up? I, I just just want to close this out in prayer, man. I, I just want to encourage y'all with this, man. Like a, 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 a life of sacrifice uh, to God is a basic thing. Cause, cause you know when when you sacrifice, you're, you're not really losing it. Like you're losing it, but God's gonna give you something more. Like you know if. If, if like you have something in your hand and you're like God, this is mine. I'm not. I'm not giving it to you. But you know, if your hand is closed, nothing can get in. So you know, if your hand's closed, God, God can't bless you. He can't put things in your life if you won't let Him take things out of yours. So, so man, I I just want to encourage you guys with that and just close us out in prayer. Lord God, you are so good. We thank you for this night, Lord God. We thank you for your love, Lord God, who you are, that you gave the ultimate sacrifice on the cross, Lord. And we thank you for it. We love you so much, Lord. In your name I pray. Amen. Let's make a memory that lasts for all eternity, a story of love remembered for all the ages to come. Awaken love inside of me and rid my heart of unbelief. Put your strength inside of me. Oh, guys, um, you, you guys are free to go and fellowship better, better way. Go up to the back. <laughs> I mean, God bless you guys. Love you guys.
first time Finally living for the first time It's like I'm living for the first time Finally living for the first time It's like I'm living for the first time Thank you.